this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex so um in this past week i um one had a nightmare about konami trying to kill me so there will be no konami slander on this episode and two um i had a hair versus hair match against myself and i lost so um i am bald like julia and Emi Sakura is mad at me because I look cool. Um, that that's that's all the news for me. Let's get right into the show. Okay, uh, moving on to the start of news. Um, as we had talked about on the last episode, uh, the state of emergency did in fact uh, get announced. Uh, it was announced on Friday. Uh, there was four different regions of Japan affected. Uh, the main ones being Tokyo and Osaka. So that led to stardom cancelling four shows and two meet and greets. So the shows that were cancelled were the April 25th Osaka show, uh, the May 8th and 9th Golden Week shows in Osaka, and the Cinderella tournament finals. Um, A lot of other promotions have been affected as well. Uh, Gaiaism has once again been postponed. Uh, I know, I think Seedling had to run an empty arena show. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro is running empty arena uh, in Corkin mass chaos um and yeah just it's uh it's it's crazy that we're like back where we were a year ago with, with japanese wrestling but um you know it seems to be a temporary thing um and everybody seems to be getting through it and we still have a lot of stardom shows to, to talk about because even though they've cancelled half their upcoming shows uh they're running four times in the next nine days because they are insane so yeah yeah, I was I was a bit worried um, that it's like, damn, are they going to have to miss Odeward for the second year in a row? That's not mm-hmm. the case. Um, Odeward will be going on because the restriction um, by then will be lifted up to 50% capacity, which is, you know, fair enough. Like, that's pretty much... Or 5,000. Yeah, or 5,000 people, depending on which one is lower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so that that's that's a good thing, um, obviously, because Odeward will go on and it will host the semifinals and the finals of the of the Cinderella tournament, which I'm sure you're going to get into in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really wild because like you would think that Japan would be better than America at, at at this type of thing, but surprisingly, America did did something not as bad as as another country. That's that's a first. Right, I mean, like, I mean, obviously you're <laughs> Irish, but it's like you know, USA, woo, kind of. I mean, like millions of people have died. It's it's not it's not not something to celebrate, but uh, yeah. I don't know where All right, going, um, but... yeah, I don't either. Uh, to be fair, usually I'm I've been shocked by how fast America has been to to vaccinate everybody because we 
aren't even done people in their 70s like and we started vaccines in like late december and we still have not got through the people in their 70s in ireland and i'm just like i'm never getting this vaccine am i like it'll be like two years from now and i'll be like yeah i can finally do shit um yeah i think japan is just kind of scrambling ahead of the olympics so that's probably uh, that too, decision, yeah. as well as a very slow vaccine rollout based on uh, the news that i've seen but uh yeah it's uh it's affected the upcoming wrestling uh it was very sad that uh guyism for a second year in a row has been cancelled uh due to covid and uh i hope it can go ahead the next time because uh, i desperately need to know who x was meant to be in the main event uh because i'd convince myself one of them was takumi and uh, that would have been amazing yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. Come on now. Who else could it have been? I don't know. Like anybody. Like, how, like imagine if they if they like brought in like fucking like somebody completely just fucking wild. Like, just it has like... to be from the group. Like, it has to be like a marvelous talent. Like that was the rule, I think. Then, yeah, I don't know why they like, would do sure X of... in that situation because it's like I don't know. Like you know. No, no offense to the marvelous talent, but it's like, who would it be? Like Hibiki? Like, would that even like make sense? Like, Hibiki was in a match. Exactly. Like, because like, who would be like a a shocker, except for Takumi? But I don't think Takumi is would be well enough by now, unless she's fucking. A See, you say that. I don't know if you saw superhero. it, but she, she was in a spot on um the twenty second. Hiroda got her to do the you know where they run back and forth and they do the the dance thing and then fall on her. Uh, she oh, got yeah. she got Takumi to do that, and the speed at which Takumi ran the ropes was insane. Yeah. Like she looked like somebody who could get into a ring tomorrow, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe that was just a she's able to run, but uh, not do anything else. But like she ran really fast and was running the ropes very vigorously. So uh, I think she's closer to her turn than you probably think. Although maybe I'm reading too much into a, a uh, rope running spot. Maybe by the time that guyism actually comes to comes to fruition, you know, in like seven years, uh, maybe then <laughs> she'll be she'll be good. Uh, I don't know about like you know yesterday, but maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, as you said, uh, the the finals of the Cinderella tournament will now be at Oda Ward, so the semi-final and final will be taking place live, uh, presumably at the Oda Ward Gym Show. And the uh, second round and quarterfinals of the tournament will be happening at Corken Hall on May 14th. Um, so that drags things out. Uh, it possibly changes what they're going to do for the tournament. Like, I don't know if they're still going to have, uh, you know, like uh, Saya Kamatani was our predicted winner. You know, the idea would have been that Kamatani won the tournament and then faced Tam at Oda Ward. But if if Saya only wins the tournament at Oda Ward, then you have to kick that match to the next big show, uh, which is only like next month or the month after anyway at uh, Yokohama. But you could, I don't know if they're going to change it to still do Saya versus Tam at uh, Oda Ward or if they're going to just have, you know, Saya's big moment be her winning the tournament at Oda Ward and then challenging Tam for Yokohama. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's not Saya at all. But uh, it definitely seems to throw a spanner in the in the works there because obviously there's going to be people that you now have to eliminate from the tournament so that they can be in planned matches uh, for for that show. But uh, I don't know. It seems 
to have thrown them off, but you know, it's 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 nice to get a uh, the live semifinals and final, which is what we have uh, been asking for for weeks now, and uh, you know, they get three shows worth of tickets out of it, so it's it's a job well done, I guess. Yeah. So basically, nobody from from Stars is winning, uh, mm-hmm. which that takes out two of what ten people who are left. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's. Well, yeah, too. That that's a lot less than I was thinking in originally. But uh, and then none but of Tommy and Siri aren't winning either. Well, yeah. So that's four out. Uh, and then Oedo tie has nobody left in, do, do they? No. So Rina. yeah, I mean, Rena. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rena could could. Rena's gonna take it all the way because she doesn't need to be in that <laughs> Oda Ward match with stars like who like she she ain't necessary. Um. Yeah, it's it's wow. a weird idea. Uh, I'm cool with it because you know getting to watch tournament final live is always cool. But it is a weird idea. I imagine that um, that and Utami versus Shuri is going to be the um, the two big matches. Well, the three or four, however fucking I can't count. Um, <laughs> semifinals of the tournament, the finals, and then that match, uh, Shuri versus Utami, will probably be the four big matches and. Depending on who's in the semifinals and finals, that's a pretty big fucking lineup. Uh, and depending on if they decide to, you know, run with Sherry versus Utami at Odeward, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, it makes sense, considering they're probably both going to be out of the tournament uh, in the quarters when they eliminate each other. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting predicament. I'm not particularly happy that it's spread out even more. If you remember the past couple of weeks, I've been saying I really wish this tournament wasn't so spread out because it feels like everything is just a filler arc until the tournament concludes. I still feel that way. Um, I kind of wish that they would have just like finished it as soon as possible. But, you know, leaving it to Odeward is does have its perks and does have its benefits. So I'm cool with it. Yeah, and I imagine that like they they probably did want to do it in one show, but they did. I assume that they still need to have some story beats happen at that Corkin show. Uh, they still have stuff to set up, so they probably needed some non-tournament matches to set up, you know, big matches for down the line. Because otherwise, I don't see the point in spreading it out like that. But uh, I assume it was just something that they were forced into. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, I'm not, like, it's not like I'm mad at them or, like, I'm like, ugh, I wish they didn't do this. It's just one of those things where it's like, of course, me saying that's like, hey, I wish you didn't spread it up, spread it out so much. And then, you know, they, they end up spreading it out even more. Because, of course, they do. Because it is a fucked up world and um, Rossi hates me. So, yeah. Hey, and with that, we're going to get into the review section of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, the uh, as we said, the, the show on uh, the 25th that Osaka was cancelled, uh, which is unfortunate because that card was actually really good and we were looking forward to it. But, you know, we can't have nice things. Uh, the show that did go ahead was in Hamamatsu on the 24th. Uh, they drew 325 people to the show, uh, and I don't think there was distancing in the crowd. So, you know, it was one of those where the atmosphere was a little bit better. Um, and, you know, they, they drew a, a decent attendance. Uh, the opener was Starlight Kid versus Lady C. Uh, Lady C continues to improve. Uh, she works really well with a lot of the smaller, more agile wrestlers in, in stardom. And this was another case of that because uh, it was a notably good match between, you know, Kid obviously has a lot of good matches, but, you know, it was one of the stronger Lady C matches that I can remember seeing. It's definitely up there with the... Uh, that random Natsupoi match she had, I think it was late last year, that was just really good. 
Yeah, I, I was I when I was watching this, I was really like, damn, this is probably like my favorite Lady C match. Um, say for maybe like her versus maybe her debut against Saya, just because Saya was so cool in that one. And you know, at Natsupoi one, I say this is probably up there with with my favorites. Um, the pre-tape I want I want to talk about real quickly. Uh, Starlight Kid, she brought a lot of you know like dickhead energy because you know she's mm-hmm. finally she's finally the you know the older wrestler well not older because ladies but the longer term wrestler the um uh senpai whatever and she says wouldn't it suck wouldn't it be humiliating to lose to somebody three times well you know you're gonna have to deal with that and then i just looked it up and i'm just like she probably doesn't want us to mention hazuki beating her like four times in like five months like <laughs> two years ago because that like i was like i'm almost positive she's lost to somebody multiple times very quickly and turns out that i was right it was suzuki who beat her uh who pinned her four times beat her three times uh one of them was a draw where they both pinned each other it was a whole thing man stardom used to be so fucking wild like it was besides the point this was a good match um i successfully uh predicted it kid did win with the star shooter the texas cloverleaf and yeah, I thought it was a really, really good match. Lady C really brought it, and Kid, you know, gave it back to her. I think both of them work very well together. That's why they've been in the ring three times together in just a few months. And yeah, um, this is a feud that I imagine is longer term than you know. It, it'll probably turn out to be like super huge in like two years, like a super big deal. But as of right now, it's just Lady C getting beat up by a child. Indeed. Um, every time I watch a Lady C match, I, I have the same thought as that uh, I want somebody to show her nothing but Kyoko Kimura tapes, because I feel like if she had a lot of Kyoko's energy, she would be the most based wrestler. Because, I mean, imagine her big boots, but with the the aggression that Kyoko Kimura brought to a big boot. I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, like I feel like she has we talk about this every week but she has so much potential and sometimes it comes out more than others i think this is one of those times that really came out and if she just like tweaked a few things and made things a little bit more aggressive in certain places and just like did a couple things that like improved her game she would be so incredibly dope like and i'm not saying that she's not dope now but just like small things where it's like oh you could take this from here and you can you know change this up a little bit and she would be like like a a legitimate mid card around this show only a few months into the into her career which is pretty much it's it's, it's a pretty high honor i'm gonna say mm-hmm. um that's enough about lady c uh we should move on now to the next match uh azumi mayu Ubutani, and momo Atanabe wrestled to a triple count out in uh, 10 minutes uh you don't need me to tell you that this was a, a pretty good match like these three are very very good professional wrestlers and they had a very good match. In saying that, though, I still wish this had been Mayu versus Azumi. <laughs> Just because I feel like we've we've seen this match before, if you get me. Like, it's it was pretty much your almost your standard stardom three-way match where everybody is pushed. You know, there's a lot of spots involving all three. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Azumi and Momo, like, working over Mayu. And then one of them pinned Mayu. And the other's like, hey, what are you doing, man? Like, I wanted, I want to win. Um, but that's that's not even what happened. But I, I I actually disagree with you. I think this was probably the best triple debt that you could possibly ask for from Stardom. I think they did a real good job at 
really involving all of the wrestlers at all times. Because uh, usually in these sort of matches, like, yeah, they'll do a bit of, like, you know, three-way stuff in, like, the first two minutes. Then one of them will be outside and the other two will fight. Then one of them will be outside and it'll just continue like that until there's a draw or until there's a roll-up, whatever. I feel like they really did a good job of, like, taking advantage of the third member of, of the match. And it, it felt like a really, really solid uh, triple threat match. I interrupted you. You can continue. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> um, I have no idea where I was going from there, but um, apologies. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I I didn't think they reinvented the wheel, but they like had the best wheel possible. You know, that, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I feel like um, obviously these are in my opinion, the three best wrestlers on the roster. Um, Azumi might be, you know, like, in question if you're a big Julia guy or something. I don't fucking know. But I, I say these are my three top wrestlers on the roster. I think they're probably the three best. And they did really, really well together. Um, one thing that was interesting was the pre-tapes. Uh, Azumi and Momo did a pre-tape together. And Azumi says, this may be a free-for-all, but me and Momo are fucking homies. We're a unit. We won Tag League last year. We, we are the GOATs. We're about to win the Tag Championships. We're about to beat the shit out of Mayu Iwatani together. And and I was like, yeah, let's go. Teamwork. Um, and then Mayu says, I am going to wait until they betray, betray each other because we all know it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> and honestly, that's true. But the first part of this match was kind of interesting because they were like 100% on teamwork. Like usually... It goes like, you know, the, the faction like teams up on someone and then one of them goes for a pin and the other one gets mad and it's like, hey, what the hell? And then they start beating each other up. In this one, like they just let each other try to pin Mayu. Like they like they like they were like, if one of us wins, it's cool. Like like and I'm just like, that is so fucking big brain. Like, why doesn't every faction do, like inconsequential three ways don't matter as long as one of you guys win. So who gives a fuck which one of you guys win? So I was like, that's so smart. That's so big brain. And then at some point, for no reason, Azumi just swings on Momo. And then it's just like, oh, we don't like each other anymore. I was like, that was weird. Like, it wasn't even like a pin breakup. It wasn't even like a, you know, like a miscommunication. They just sort of like randomly started trying to hit each other. And I was just like, that was a weird shift from, oh, as long as one of us wins, it's cool, to... Oh, I'm gonna beat your ass. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a good match. I thought that was funny though. Okay. Um, on to the next match then. Uh, this continued the funny pre tapes. Uh, the Cosmic Dude. Angels team of Mina Shirakawa, Tam Nakano, and Unagi Sayaka uh, wrestled to a 15 minute time limit draw with uh, the Donadel Mother team of Himeka, Micah, and Natsupoi. Um, the DDM pre tape was. <laughs> Uh, Poi was wearing a, a what looked looked to be an oversized uh, yellow jumper, and uh, I I can't remember if it was Haymaker or Micah was like, "Hey, what's your guys' favorite color?" <laughs> and uh, Micah was like, "Oh, mine is pink." Yeah, and I was like, "All right." And then Haymaker uh, said she was liking light blue a lot recently, and then Natsupoi said yellow, but then Haymaker and Micah looked at her and she was like, "Oh, oh orange. I'm I'm in orange," and I was like. What? <laughs> like she's she's wearing was, this massive yellow was... jumper, and then is is made to say orange. And I was like, why? What was the purpose? The artist belts. Oh. Oh my fucking god, Alex! You didn't know it was the artist belts. Oh my god! I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't 
as soon as as soon as she said light blue, I was like, oh yeah, I get what I I get what you're going for. <laughs> God, oh man, yeah. So that was like the funniest shit because like like because I I obviously knew that they were talking about the artist belts. Apparently, I'm the only one. Um, and so Nat's <laughs> point just said yellow, and then everybody just like went silent. It was like, uh, I that's not. And then Nat's point was like, oh yeah, orange. Uh, I'm supposed to say orange. Sorry. And then she she just like looks down at her jumper and she's like, man, I like yellow though. And I I just burst out laughing. It was a really good pre-tape. Can't believe you didn't realize the connection. Look, it's a, you don't understand how long it took me to realize that the goddess belts are different colors. Okay, I don't I don't register this shit. Um, well, I mean, the goddess belts aren't like that. Like, I mean, they are, but it's like it's it's that's a very minor difference. But like, they were facing the the trios champions, which are known for having three colors, and each color being designated to a specific wrestler. At, yeah. Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> this match I, is really I, fucking good. Yeah, I agree there. I think it was uh, it was one of those where like the Cosmic Angels just randomly were like, "Yeah, we're gonna be really good." And uh, obviously, the DDM three are, are talented yeah. wrestlers, so you know it was it was a very good match. DD the my Himepoi as they as they call themselves because whatever. Why not? Um, yeah, exactly. They have so much chemistry together that it's like their heat segments are probably like the most fun heat segments I've ever seen. Maybe not ever seen. That's a bit you know, dramatic, but, like, it is just so, like, just, like, throwing one of the wrestlers, one of their opponents into the corner, and then, like, Micah just inspecting her hair, Natsupoi just sitting there smiling, and Jumbo just fucking, like, beating the shit out of, like, it's so fun. Like, it's just so fun to watch. Jumbo, on the, on the, on the rebound, when she's running off the ropes, I'm like, she's gonna murder this person, especially with Tsunagi. It's very fun. This match, overall, just really loved it. I feel like, um, DDM, especially these three, have really come into their own recently. Like, I feel like their matches are... They, they've really... Obviously, with the big three of stars kind of, you know, gone because Ida's out with an injury. I miss you dearly, um, sweet Gori-chan. But because of that, I feel like I'm very, very much, like, looking for a new trio to just be like, okay, I love these three. These three are great all the time. And the three trio... And a trio that wrestles together very frequently queen's quest doesn't really do trios matches very frequently for some reason so you know all of them are out so my himepoi is so fucking cool together and so fun to watch i really enjoy it um and yeah uh, you, you can get into the match a little bit because i continue to ramble as i do every week. <laughs> yeah no that was really all i had to, to to put in was that it was it was one of those matches where the cosmic angels just decided to show up and uh really all of their strengths were showcased uh tam and natsupoi obviously uh, didn't forget that they hate each other, and that carried through the match. And you know, as I've said before, those personal rivalries really help build bl- the blocks of these tag matches on these smaller shows. Um, and now that the Cosmic Angels on DDM are starting to establish them a lot more, it's it's really helped make the the floor of these kind of tag matches. And uh, yeah, the Cosmic Angels. You know, if if you're still on the fence about them, you should watch this match. You'll see that they are talented especially when they work together like they do a lot of cool stuff see i i the thing the thing is is that and it's been a thing since the jump with the cosmic angels is that anytime they have a good match i come away 
feeling like, damn, their opponents are fucking dope. And it's like, and I'm like, oh yeah, and the Cosmic Angels did good. Uh, and that's just always been a thing for like, I don't know if it's just like my preconceived bias against them, or if it's just because they're good sellers or they're good at making their opponents look good. I recognize that they're they aren't bad. I recognize that, but like. Dude, like I, I came away from this match not being like, oh wow, Cosmic Angels really stepped up. More so like my Himipoi is the greatest trio I've ever seen, even though they aren't, but like they, they feel like it. You know what I mean? So that that's very frequent with my with my Cosmic Angels types type of matches where it's like even just individually, it's like Unagi versus Mayu just made me remember how fucking dope Mayu is, even though it was basically entirely to display Unagi's selling ability, Mayu I was just like, this is the greatest wrestler to ever live. And that's not far from the truth. But I was like, this is the greatest wrestler to ever live. And I was like, oh, yeah, and Unagi got beat up. Like, it, I, I've always sort of had that, you know, feeling about them. But I will say this match was really, really good on both fronts. Um, the best part of it, however, was the the post-match. Um, it, it was my favorite thing I have seen in wrestling in a long time. Because... Oh my god, do you want to say or, or should I? Should I get into it? No, nah, you, you seem jazzed, dude. Take it away. So, basically, after the after the time limit draw, Natsupo and Tam, you know, were exchanging blows as time expired. After the match, Natsupo grabs the mic, starts talking mad shit. Um, she's like, yo, like, do you guys even give a fuck about the titles? Because, like, it doesn't look like you guys do. It looks like you guys just want to fucking be in space or some stupid shit. Um, we're gonna take it from you. Don't give a fuck about a way to tie. Don't care. We're gonna take the belts from you, and then Tam's like, "Well, you know, uh, we have to we have to face a way to tie first. But after that, uh, we're gonna get the record, and we're gonna beat you." And then, that's the point. Ended the Cosmic Angels' entire career in in just five seconds. She grabs the mic. She looks at them. She goes, "Delicious!" Blah! And it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Everybody's fucking laughing. The crowd is going fucking insane. It's 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 great. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Based as hell. Natsupoi is like so good. Natsupoi like her her we, we were talking about last week, I think it got cut, that like Natsupoi doesn't really like do a ton, but when she does stuff, it's always really fun. And she's overall just really, really cool to watch and just a dope wrestler. Um, even when she isn't really invo- involved with things. Uh and this was just, like, so cool. Like, it just completely buried the Cosmic Angels altogether. Like, they, they are done. They are finished. They are in the mud. Um, I don't care if they're champions. I don't care. any. Like, they are just in the mud. Just saying, saying their catchphrase and then doing the, the puke thing, it was mwah, perfect. Perfect, okay. perfect, perfect. All right. So good. I loved okay. it so much. I, I rewatched it, like, three times. I was crying laughing. I don't know why. It was just so fucking funny to me, man. So it's, good. it's it's very obvious that you had caffeine before this. Um, yeah. <laughs> the next match on the show was uh, the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia and Siri against the Uedo Tai team of Natsuko Tora and Rocca. Um, pre-match promo for this. Continuing the, the trend of pre-match promos. Uh, Julia sang a song. And she kind of, like, got the words partially and just kept singing and powered through it. And then... Shuri was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And said, Hamatsu, Hamamatsu. And they were like, yeah. And then Judy just started laughing and they walked away. And I was like, okay, cool, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know why Julia was singing. I'm sure she was singing a song about the, the, the place they were in, maybe, or something. But uh, yeah, she just did it. And 
I don't know. Ju- I I love Julia, man. She's just, she's so fucking weird. <laughs> she's great. Um, and yeah, that was that was that. My phone keeps vibrating. I apologize. Um, okay. yeah, I don't know. DDM on the show, like, really just brought it. It was just so fun. <laughs> like everything they did was fun. Everything they did was good. Um, in ring wise, fucking promo wise, they were just on 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 the game today. Uh, and I really appreciated it. Julia singing, I was just like, oh, like I, we're we're doing this now. Um, I I, I respect it. And then um, Oedo Tai or Nasco's theme played, and I was like, can we go back to Julia singing? Because I don't like this. <laughs> like this just a, like it, it went from like a an A to like a, a C minus. You know, it was just a real real drop off in terms of quality. What's your issue music? with this theme? It's not like it's not a bad theme. I think it's a bit more generic than the old one, but it's not like a bad song. I mean, it's not bad. It's just like it's just like it drains the life out of me when I hear it. I'm just like, ugh, okay. <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't get me like hyped to watch the match. It's like, oh yeah, fucking Oedo time match, fun. And it's like these Oedo time matches on the show were fine. Like they were they were decent. I enjoyed them, um, especially this one that we're about to talk about. But it's like I don't know. Just listening to that thing, I was like, ugh. Same with Konami's theme. I feel like Konami's theme is very, just like, like very weird in terms of like how it, like it doesn't match your character whatsoever. And I'm just like, this is like, it doesn't get me hyped, which is an issue for theme songs. Cause it's like, I get more hyped with Hanan's theme than I do for Natsuko's theme. And Natsuko is fucking Natsuko. Like what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. Um, I think, I, I just think you have this weird, hatred of of neo editai that you will never get over so um i'm just going to disregard everything you say about them but, but well, uh, well, this, no, match, it's like... this match itself was really i thought this was good this is better than i expected uh given the four yeah. people involved uh Rocco was a lot more solid than she has been lately i know i've been harsh on her but she's really coming along very quickly um and honestly like they threw her in at the deep end and she is she's quickly getting there um and obviously, like Julia and Tora work well together, um, as has been established many a times. And uh, they did some cool stuff here in this match together. Um, aside from the usual Oedo Tai crap of uh, attacking before the bell and then doing the heat segment, this is a pretty good match, I thought. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he didn't want to talk about Oedo Tai, so he left. Oh, he's back. I am back. I apologize. Yes. I, I couldn't hear you. Um, oh, so you can continue. I hand I hand things off to you to uh to, to talk about this match. So. Oh yeah, I I really or I, I should probably like give it a second so you can like cut it. No, I really. Go ahead. Oh, God fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed this match a lot more than than I was expecting. Like you said, uh, I I thought it was a really good match. That Ryoka did great. Uh. She she is definitely improving at a fast rate, despite the repetitive nature of Uedotai's, um early game that I think is just... It, it really turns me off from a lot of their matches. Um, and I, I realized that in the next match, because I was like, near the end of both of these matches, actually, near the end, I was like, this is a good match. But like I, I just like stopped caring like two minutes in, and because the beginning is just painfully boring, I'm going to be quite honest, of a lot of these matches that I sort of, like, turn off, and I have to, like, get back into it, which is um, sometimes easier and sometimes harder. I think in this match, I had an easier time, like, getting back into it and really enjoying it um, down the stretch in comparison to the, the main event. 
but yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Um, everybody did great. You know, if if not like it, I say this frequently on these like smart shows, it was good if not forgettable. Um, I'm not gonna be like writing home about it for you know the next week or so. Like I'm not like I'll probably forget it after the show. But it it was definitely a display of Ruka definitely coming into her own and really you know uh, getting good at this sort of stuff. One thing I do want to mention is that uh, Ruka is really good at falling on her face from the top rope because <laughs> like um like obviously she's a wrestler and like you know that's part of being a wrestler. But it's like if like she's like two years younger than me and like just falling face first. Like just sounds like like I would rather do literally anything else. Like front like that is a fucking high drop too. And just fuck like she commits to it. And I don't know. I, I respect the fuck out of that. That's that's a real that's a real wrestler right there. She she really has has commitment to just fall on her face multiple times a match from the top rope. It's it's pretty dope. I respect it. Indeed. Um, and yeah, you mentioned somewhere in there that you uh, you like this match more than the next one, and I, I would probably tend to agree there. Uh, the main event of the show was uh, the Uedo Tai team of Fuking and Death and Konami beating the, the Aphrodite team of Saya Kamatani and Utami Haishishta. Uh, Death pinned Kamatani, uh, which did spark some small complaints, but, uh, you know, there's always going to be people unhappy at a result. Um, and yeah, this this is the, one of those matches where I think you will watch it and you'll be like, oh yeah, that was good. And that's it, because it was no better and it was no worse, you know what I mean? Like, the the heat segment from Wado Tai was what it was. Uh, the the comeback from Utami and Saya was what it was. And, you know, they did. They had a good tag match. You know, there's nothing more to say about it, if you get me. Like, there just wasn't much to grasp onto. They just went in there, did their job, had a good match, and that was it, you know? Yeah. Like I said at the jump, I'm not going to slander Konami whatsoever on the show because I do not <laughs> want to have any more nightmares about her. Because um, that shit was literally, it ruined my entire morning when I had it. It was, a, it was fucking scary as hell. Fucking slipped my throat and everything. I, I, was, I was freaking the fuck out. Um, besides the point, this match was fine. Uh, again, it, it, it lost me in the beginning. And then, like, it sort of brought me back with certain spots. Some spots were, re- were definitely, like, cool. Uh, but overall, it was just it was just a match. Um, specifically, Death did a, a tightrope walk, like, all the way across the ring until she got to Utami. And then she's, like, like to the other corner. And she's like, I'm not going to... Damn, dog! <laughs> Guess she doesn't like the, the fucking tightrope spot. Not a big fan. Not a big fan at all. Um, but she got all the way to Utami. I'm just going to talk over my dogs. Okay. <laughs> but she got all the way to Utami and she's like, I'm not gonna go any further. And then she has like jumped and it was really cool. Um you know what? You 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 continue. I'm gonna go shut my dogs up. How about that? Okay. Don't hurt them. Um <laughs> Yeah, the the I'm sure Dylan was uh gonna go on a ten minute ramble there, so uh we can we can just go move on. Um but yeah, it was a it was a it was a good match. Like uh you don't need to go away to, to watch it, but you know, it was it was what it was. Um, death pinning Saya was an interesting result. Like they're giving Saya death a lot of wins, um, which has me questioning that they're just going to send her straight back to stars because it really feels like they're trying to make her seem important uh, within the context of a way to tie. So I don't know where that's leading, but it's uh, it's interesting to keep an eye on. And um, yeah, I mean Saya isn't hurt. Uh, death can roll up anyone and beat them. We've said that a lot on the show, and uh, this was Saya's first pinfall loss in like six weeks uh it's first 
time she's taken a pin since Utami beat her at Budokan, so you know, Saya is fine. Um, but with that, we have Ooh, four wait, shows. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, have, I, have, I have very quick thoughts. Like, very quick. One, Saya and Utami did a Marine Wolves missile dropkick spot, and I was very happy about it. Because shout out the Marine Wolves. Check out VTG when you can. Uh, two, Death pinned Saya after rolling through on the Star Crusher, which the Star Crusher has only been kicked out of once. Um, so that's that's pretty fucking remarkable. I mean, obviously it's death. She can win at any time. We all know this. But it's like, she just simply rolled through on the Star Crusher, and I was like, damn. So that's, wow. Um, and yeah, uh, that, that's all I had to say. I, I made it quick. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, the first show that we have to preview is happening tomorrow. <laughs> so by the time this uh, this goes up, this will have already happened. Uh, we didn't plan that well for this week. Um, because we were waiting for a lot of different information to come out, and it just happened to come out today. Um, but yeah, the this show is at the Sendai Pit. Uh, the opener is Azumi and Hina against Rina and Ruaka. Um, boy, that is a match. Uh, I assume Azumi will pin someone. Could be fun. It, it mm. could be. It could be fun. You know, just like mm. I. I don't know. It, it depends on how much it's just going to be an Oedo Tai Heat match. Because it's like yeah. it really shouldn't be, considering they are children. All four of them are actually children. Um, well, I mean, Azumi's it, whatever. They are all children, so it's like it really should be Azumi beating the shit out of children. But if it isn't, it'll probably be pretty boring. Um, if it is just Azumi beating the fuck out of children, that'll be pretty fun, though. Indeed. Uh, the next match on the show then is uh, Momo Atanabe versus Lady C. Uh, presumably, Momo will pin the uh, the tall lady. And that will be that. I'm trying not to make a joke because I don't want heat. So let's just move on. Um, the match after that then is actually uh, Aphrodite against uh, Micah and Siri. Ooh. Yeah, I figure that one will go to a draw, but that will be pretty good. I think. Yeah, I'm. I feel like Utami could pin Micah. Like I, I feel like I feel like Utami should probably win a match. Like obviously she wins, but it's like it feels like it's never really decisive unless it's a title match, and it's like she could beat a a reputable name, and it doesn't look bad because she's you know the world champion. That should happen occasionally. Um, I don't know if they would want Micah to be at the at the receiving end of that though. So um, probably a draw, but I I could see Utami pinning Micah. Yeah. Um, the match after that then is the uh, the trio of stars against the Donadon Mondo team of Julia, Natsupoi, and Himeka. Um, so I guess the DDM team will win. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, should be a okay match at the very least. Who, who's on the first side? It's uh, the stars team. Oh yeah, that that yeah. that'll be fun. I mean, stars losing again. <laughs> yeah, I see. I just don't see like any two any like specific pairing that I feel like works really well together. If you get me. Yeah, Mayu and Julia, I remember did not work that well. Surprise, like they worked surprisingly. Uh, you know, mid last time I remember seeing them in the ring together. Uh, but then again, Julia's really improved since then. Mm. But yeah. You you're very big on like 
at the end of the day, if you're over, wins aren't really important. And I agree. And I don't think Stars should win this match. I don't think Stars should win basically any match at this point because it's like, you know, looking at it like, you know, they don't even have three people that are reputable. You know, like one of them is reputable and then one of them is kind of and one of them is still, you know, in, in the in the kid division, so to speak, the future division, if even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's obvious that they're not going to win. But it's like sometimes I'm just like, what do they do? They really need Riho back. That's one thing that I've been trying. I've been forgetting to bring up every week. Um, Riho is somewhere. I don't know where. Um, she still has stardom in her bio on all of her social medias. So um, I would like her to come back. Um, and I think that would be very beneficial for stars, even if she doesn't necessarily join stars. Uh, but yeah, they are they are floundering currently, and it's it's kind of sad to see. Indeed. Uh, the yeah, I don't really know what to say about stars because I just feel like they're they're in limbo with all the injuries. Um, they're waiting for the award show and whatever Mayu's bomb is, but they're just setting them up to go away. Like maybe. Wait if I just beats them on the 29th, takes kid and stars is dead. I don't know, but uh, that would suck, bro. Like that would be like the worst case scenario. <laughs> it could happen I, though. I mean, where else could this lead other than stars just getting death back and adding maybe a new member? I don't know. I don't know. I'll I feel like they could. Plays out, though. That's true. They could definitely like use Mayu's connections because every like Momo I feel like that's that's something that is often talked about is that like nobody likes Momo for some reason like just like in general um except for Queen's Quest everybody likes Mayu like that has ever like Mm -hmm. collaborated with Stardom it's like unless they're like a heel it's like they she can literally ask anybody from Marvelous to team with her and they'll probably say yes or they she can Mm -hmm. ask any freelancer who has ever worked for Stardom at any point to team with her and they'll probably say yes like i feel like it should not be this hard for her like (laughs) but but i know that the story is that you know she's floundering but it's like you could literally ask anybody and they'll probably say yes to you because everybody likes you so it's not so you're just sort of suffering for no reason but you know that's 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 you know a bit meta to talk about yeah so we can it is um, the main event of the show then is a rescheduled uh, Artist of Stardom title match. Uh, Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Sayaka defend against Natsuko Tora, Konami, and Fukikin Death. Uh, this match was meant to take place on one of the, the Osaka shows, um, but with that cancelled, they decided to move it to Sendai, uh, presumably just to get it out of the way. The Angels are winning here because obviously they've set up the match with JDM, kind of foreshadowing that uh, the Cosmic Angels will defend here. And uh, that kind of makes sense because it feels like they they usually build up a way to tie to to lose these matches to kind of put the the momentum behind the other team. Fuki and getting a lot of wins in recent matches sets her up to just get pinned here by one of the angels to to kind of make the angels look good. Yeah. So yeah, this is like kind of like a a bam non factor. Like it's not really like you know it's pretty uh it's pretty sh- definite that Cosmic Angels wins here. Do you think that Mahime Poi takes it off them um, when that comes? Or, wait, are we talking about that, that match this Like, when does that have a date yet? I don't think so. Okay, then yeah. It might. Like, 
it's probably in the future, like far in the future. Uh, mm. Maybe not far, but probably next month. So who, do you think that they take it off of them, or do you think that Cosmic Angels gets the record? Um, I feel like if any team was going to take it off them, it would be that DDM trio, because Micah and uh, Emeka have nothing else really going on, and Micah is never without a belt for too long. And, uh, you know, Poi having to, you know, kind of minor titles is a... Uh, a big feather in her cap, so I feel like they would do something like that. Um, so yeah, I could see it. You know, I'd be down with it. I think that's that's my that that's what I would do. Um, if mm-hmm. like I said earlier, if you can't have the big three win it because Saya's out, I would say that these two or that these three should be the ones taking it off of them. Um, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, good luck to my Himipoi, even though they are not in this match that we are currently talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I I like the three of them. They're really good together there um but yeah that's that show um the next show that's happening is on the 2nd of may it is in uh, hiroshima uh, it is part of their golden week celebration uh, the opening match is a uh, saya kamatani versus hina versus lady c um i feel like we'll have some of the two on one antics here and then presumably saya will eventually pin one of the two yeah Maybe Hina yeah. gets gets another random uh, ghetto clutch on Lady C, Maybe. but probably probably Saya. Yo, you know what I meant to say is that there's still no Saki. Yeah, um, that is worrisome. Her and Natsuko did hang out recently, mm-hmm. so like she's not like you know in like like you know any like serious condition, but currently her illness seems to be continuing. Uh, it's worrying because you know, as much as as much as I I shit on Saki sometimes, I don't want her to retire because you know that's I don't like retirements. I don't I don't like it when people have are forced to retire, especially. Uh, so mm-hmm. hopefully she she gets better and she comes back, and hopefully she can challenge Natsupoi because the high speed title just doesn't exist as of right now. Yeah, um, it does feel like they were setting up for that, and now they're just kind of like, oh well, shit. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the next match on this show, then, is uh, Utami Hayashishita versus Rina. Um, I assume Utami will simply kill Rina. And Bro, if if Rina gets heat on the world champion, I am turning off my computer when I watch it. <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I'm not doing that. Like, like, to a degree, I get it if, like, you know, she, like, chokes her or something. Like, for, like, a minute, tops. But if she is like is like on top for longer than like sixty five seconds, I'm out. Like that's like they just don't know how wrestling works in that case. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this this could be fun. You know, judo x judo is always a, a pretty fun element of a match. Even though Rena doesn't really do any judo stuff anymore because she's a big bad heel. Um, fucking hate yeah. that. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll be fun. Probably not yeah. as fun as the other uh, singles matches that the the Manami Shamai are going to have over this week, but I, I think it'll be interesting. Indeed. Uh, the next match, uh, this is really interesting. Uh, the Cosmic Angels are against Micah, Himeka, and Natsupoi. Uh The titles are not on the line uh, as of right now. I imagine but, they uh, get put on the line. Yeah, that's weird. Even though <laughs> I didn't even know they had made that match. Yeah, and that's in the middle of the card. Like, cause there's mm. still two shows left, or two matches left, rather. Yeah. So like, 
I don't know if they. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are they gonna go to another draw? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Um, Mahimipoi gets the win. Uh, so that they have like a firm claim to it. But Cosmic Angels already said that they plan on defending it, so I don't think they really need one. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Shit's wacky. COVID makes <laughs> shit so weird, like so like all over the place that it's like kind of hard to even, you know, get a grasp on anything. But, you know, we, we try our best here. Indeed. Um, the match after that on the show is uh, the uh, trio from Stars against the Awaito Tai team of Natsukotora, Konami, and Raka. Deja vu. I'm getting a sense of deja vu. They might not have done this match before, but it feels very familiar. I'm, they've... Who was who in it? Who's the second it's, one? It's uh, the Stars trio and uh, Tora, Konami, and Raka. Yeah, they they did this, like, last week, bro. Um, yeah. There, there's, yeah, if not, like, multiple times in the past two weeks. I've, well, the sh- there's only been, like, three shows. But, like, yeah, this has happened at least twice <laughs> at this point. <laughs> You know what I never really realized until COVID hit was how reliant the 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 undercard and stuff of Stardom was on the foreigners doing tours to, to dude I some of the matches. I never thought I would miss foreigners in Stardom so damn much. Like, yeah. oh my god! Like, bro, like I know you're you're not too high on her, but like I need Zoe Lucas back, like to like just spice something up. It'll be it'll, it'll be a kind of nasty spice it's not going to be a fun spice but it'll be something i need to feel mm-hmm. something again from these <laughs> from these undercards like it's just and bro there are so many good like women's wrestlers on the indies in the u.s right now that's like they could take a fucking pick but of course they're gonna pick like you know the worst one because they always do um at some point please i'm begging <laughs> everybody to just get vaccinated because i miss foreigners so much and i never thought i'd say that mm. Yeah, I mean, I always liked them, and I always understood that they were, like, adding to the shows, but I never really realized just how much they added to the shows, because it did just keep things relatively fresh. Um, But, you know, that's just the situation we're in, and Stardom doesn't want to work with uh, too many outsiders, which, uh, I don't know, I feel like you just cherry-pick a few freelancers and have a very decent undercard, but, you know, it's not not my uh, jurisdiction. Um, but yeah, uh, we should move on to the main event. Uh, the main event of this show is uh, the Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Uh, Julia and Siri defend against Momoaz. Uh, presumably, Julia and Siri will retain here. This is their first defense. Uh, I doubt they would have a title change in Hiroshima. Uh, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. But I do feel like Julia and Momo's feud uh, will end with, with Julia beating Momo and being like, ha. I dislike you, and you dislike me, but I won, so fuck you. Yeah. It's it's, it's a shame that they're doing it on a random Golden Week show. You know what I mean? Because I feel like this match is, like, one of those matches that's like, dude, this could be so good. Like, a good, like, I kind of wish they saved it for the Corkin. I thought you you wanted them to load up Golden Week. Like last week, you said you want them to load up Golden Week, and now you're saying, well, yeah, be- that, that but is bad. now Golden Week's all over the place. Like, cause like they're like, yeah, I don't know. You don't know what you want, do you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um. Also, I just checked. Literally, the last show before Hamamatsu, that Stars versus Awaito Time match, that exact one happened. Um. 
Lovely. So the, the show we, we reviewed last week, that exact match happened, and it was horrible, remember? We, we both really hated it. Yes. Wow, that's, that's fun. Um, <sighs> I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, the tag title match should be super fun. I think this will be really, really good. And uh, yeah, Julian and Suri probably retain. Yeah. Um, Momo losing her 97th title challenge. Uh, that'll be fun. Fun and cool. <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> okay. Azumi also um, doing nothing because, uh, you know, yeah. fun. Okay. Yeah, you okay there? You done? I'm done, yeah. All right, sound. Um, so the next show then is on the, the 4th of May. It is in uh, Fukuoka. Uh, the opener is uh, Unagi Sayaka against Hina against Lady C. Um, I I don't even care anymore who wins these matches. Uh, I assume it'll be Unagi, but like, see, yeah, all of these all of these matches that involve Hina and Lady C. The only thing I can, I can hope for is that Hina gets a surprise win on Lady C. Because um, mm-hmm. otherwise, nothing matters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love Azumi, but it's like, if Azumi pins Lady C or Azumi pins Hina, it's like, cool, I guess. Or, you know, I'm not a big Unagi guy, but it's like, if Unagi pins either of them, it's like, yeah, whatever. But Hina pinning Lady C, that'll that'll get me, that'll make me happy. That'll make me excited. So, mm. that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, the next match on this show is uh, Siri versus Hanan. Oh, yes. yeah. That is going to be so good. Okay, I like that. This is the card with the Shamai Trials, isn't it? With all three of them no. having singles matches. Oh, it's not? Damn. No. no. Given, they've given these kids a lot of fucking singles matches. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, obviously, Siri is going to win, but that that's pretty chill, that match. Yeah, um, Hanan's a great seller. And she's going to sell like fucking death for not like Fuki Gen Death. Like like <laughs> yeah. you know, like she is dying um for Shuri and it's gonna look great and it's gonna be fun. And yeah, I'm excited for that. Yep. Uh the next match on this show then is uh Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa against Konami and Rina. Um I presume the Cosmic Angels duo will win. There's a lot of shows. Um, I think I think there's going to be a lot of matches. Uh, I don't think there is a any chance I watch this. Like I'm gonna be honest. There's going to be like yeah, what, like 20 so. matches by the time that we're done with Golden Week. I mean, obviously we're gonna be like in the middle of it, whatever. But like, there's going to be like a lot of fucking matches. So um, I don't I don't think I'm I I don't know. No. Yeah, I'd, I I didn't expect you that you would watch this. Um, I feel like there's a tag title number one contenders match there's there's and it's, I'm a, going, it's a fatal four-way tag yeah i does is is tam and mina a team in that it's tam and unagi oh okay all right yeah so that that's my theory at the window there okay um yeah i assume 